Welcome to Let's Not. I'm Sam. And I'm Michelle. And we are two former coworkers that decided to take our unprofessional conversations elsewhere. And that's here on this podcast. Boom. Hey everyone, how's it going? How are you, Michelle? Okay, I I wasn't sure if I was everyone. Well, I was talking to the listeners and then also you. Okay, I'm doing good. How are you doing? I'm doing good. Okay. So let me, okay, I had a few things. Can I talk about my drive home after we recorded episode one? (laughs) Yes. Which, by the way, at this point, you guys still haven't heard episode one. We just listened to it. I edited it last night. Mm Mm-hmm. And I'm really excited where this could go. Like, I really have a lot of hope for it. I'm excited, too. I think we're we're definitely figuring out, like, audio things. We're doing something different this week. Um, We're going to get... We're going to get the whole shebang before you know it. Yeah. And you're going to think you're listening to uh, a, a real... A real podcast. A real podcast. <laughs> like, you're not even going to listen to the other real podcast because you're going to be too busy. Last week, I talked about being anxious of driving here and how that went. And so I had – I was more hopeful driving home. And, okay, so <laughs> it was very traumatic. So I put the my address in my GPS and – You look like you're on the verge of tears. I, it was – because now I'm, like, getting so stressed out. It happened a fucking week ago. So, okay, I'm like, I had to write it in my notes because I'm like, I got to remember all of these points. Okay, so I ended up putting my address in the GPS. Okay. Get back on the road, on the way home, and I start, I passed that little, like, I don't know if it's a convenience store, it's past the gas station. Anyway, it doesn't matter. So I'm driving, I don't get on a highway, and I'm like, okay, this is kind of weird, like, it's not taking me on the highway that I know I just passed here so I'm driving and I look on my GPS and I'm like 15 minutes until I get home and I'm like oh okay maybe it's just gonna take me like a back way oh no so I end up going on like this lonely ass street it's getting dark and I'm like okay this is kind of strange and I'm like 15 minutes huh because usually when I come to Michelle's it says that it's about like a 35 minute drive which ends up being about 45 minutes. Um, <laughs> so I'm like, how strange. And sometimes Joe will take a lot of the back mm-hmm. roads and yeah. we do get there faster, you know? And I'm like, okay, this is fine. But I'm like, I still don't believe I'm going to no. be at my house in 15 <laughs> minutes. Like, you're telling me my apartment complex is just right around the corner pretty yeah. much. So then I'm driving and I'm on this road and there's really no houses no cars. And yeah. so I'm like, what if someone hacked my phone and changed the GPS address <laughs> to where I don't know? I really thought that, Michelle. Because I'm like, there's no way. Like, And so I'm driving because there's a, what's the fucking law? No hand, hand what's? Hands free. Hands free. I don't even know what that means. I'm yeah. still looking on my phone in my hands. So uh-huh. I'll probably get a ticket for that. So I'm driving. Oh yeah, definitely. Some guy has hacked my phone, put his address where he's going to kill me. There was a creepy van behind me, and I'm like, what if he rams the back of my car? Where do I go? What house would I pull up to if I see it? What's what's the chances of them opening the door if I'm yelling, help? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Just all of these normal thoughts. Always scream fire. Fire? Mm-hmm. Okay. Got it. So just all these normal thoughts going through my head. So then the road, he turns off and it's like a lonely ass road to where I kind of like hit this peak and there's a sign with my 
with the name of my street. And I'm like, Ugh. oh, no. And I, But it said road. And I'm like, wait a minute. And even when I clicked it to put it in my GPS, it said, use the address from, like, your text messages. Yep. And so I'm like, well, yeah, because obviously there's only one blah, 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 blah street that I'm talking about. So I'm trying to look on my GPS. I'm at the freaking little house on the prairie street. And I'm like, oh okay, this God. is not it. So then it's like really dark and there's nothing around. My phone drops onto the floor and I'm like, okay, this is why there's like hands free. I need to get one of those little phone holders that everyone has. And so I'm like trying to drive. I don't want to stop in case like some crazy person runs up to the car and opens the door. So I'm like bending down, trying to look for my phone, trying not to drive off the street. And I'm like slightly freaking out. So then I look at my phone again and I'm trying to put in my address and it says, use the one from the text message. And I'm like, yes. And then it just takes me to Beverly, which I'm like, okay, this is fine. But it took me through Beverly back onto the highway. Like it just was really stressful. Jesus Um, Christ. So yeah. So then I had to go back on the highway. I missed another turn and then I had to go into the fucking North Shore Mall. It was crazy. Oh my God. God. I was just like, here I was so happy with how my drive <laughs> went to go to Michelle's. and So how long did it take you to get home? Probably like an hour. Jesus. Yeah. You, um, listeners, you guys will realize soon that Sam has a tendency to spiral out of control. <laughs> it's not and cute. I'm aware. I love it. It's the cutest thing ever. Uh, but just the rationale behind that your first idea is that someone definitely hacked into my phone. They're bringing me to an undisclosed location. This van behind me is part of this scheme. Oh, my phone's on the floor now. This is prime time to hijack me. <laughs> it's true. Okay, so that's not normal. Like, not normal. you don't think of like a plan P? I, I would say that like I definitely think like that a lot, but not. I just don't think anybody would take the time to hack into your GPS. You never know, though. It's true, but it's like there would be so many things that would have to play out that way. Like, they would have to know you were up here. They would have to know... Okay, but how many crime podcasts, documentaries have you Mm -hmm. seen where there's, like, a killer on the loose who puts in all this effort? Like, they get boners off of putting so much energy. That's... Yeah, yeah. I'm just saying. I mean, I don't like that. I think... You know, and I even shared on my Instagram (laughs) how paranoid I am about Uh this stuff. Some people find it funny, which I wish that I only say this just to make everyone laugh, but I don't. No. Um, I realize that it is. The chances of it happening are very slim. Yeah. No, I think. But someone said it was um, that I'm, I forget what they called it. It was someone who worked for a trauma, she did a phone, a trauma center. She did a phone line and she said, she goes, I know that you might think that you're just being paranoid or whatever, mm-hmm. but she was like, it's actually, you're just being um, reactive. I, she had a term for it, and I was okay. like, oh, well, that makes sense, yeah. but I don't like being, I don't like being in that state all the time. I don't, yeah. Well, I feel like it would be exhausting. I think it's always good to be, like, very aware of your surroundings mm-hmm. and make sure that you're safe and, and like, notice that yeah. van and do things like that. I think it's another level when you think people are hacking into your phone. 
Well, plus there's been a few incidences where I've almost been kidnapped and there's been oh, like yeah, that's true. a that's criminal true. in my backyard when I was a kid yeah. who said he was going to come back and kill me I and do, my mom. So oh my, you, like you can't just drop that <laughs> and be like, oh, well, I was almost kidnapped twice. So that's why this law. I don't want to go into it. Maybe another episode. Another, but yeah. Just a little background. Like that's why I'm so paranoid. I don't trust anyone. You shouldn't. I mean, you could have poisoned that coffee. Oh, I did. <laughs> And I'm the <laughs> I'm just joking. I was like, okay. Sam just shot me daggers with her eyes. I'm like, wait a um, minute. Okay, so we'll need to rebound back to the kidnapping in yeah, a later episode. Definitely. For sure. I think people are going to want to know more about that That's than, than a wrong turn that you took. Yeah. In your and so then, like, driving here definitely took me another way again. And I'm like, why did it, Why is it always changing? I thought it would tell me, the GPS tells me if it's going to change. Maybe it's just taking you different ways based on, like, the traffic that's out that day. Okay, but that's a lawsuit for panic attacks. Like, <laughs> if you're not giving people a warning, they're going to spiral and have a panic attack in the car. Oh, like, if I'm set on my one way. Yeah, yeah. Well, if you're set on your one way, why do you need the GPS? I mean, I don't know the one way yet. I just, I'm familiar with that one way. <laughs> oh, my God. And also, real quick. Yeah. I sent Michelle a text message. And I, the, the, the downside to this podcast is I can't send you many audio messages. Because I feel like I have to keep them in a up. little jar for mm-hmm. when we record. Um, but this one I didn't keep to myself. So my hair caught on fire this past weekend. <laughs> Which, by the way, I mean, <laughs> it took off some chunk. Like, there's definitely some shelves back there oh for the layers. Joe planned a poker night online with his buddies, and I thought that was the perfect time for me to get a little more organized. I have so much laundry and all of, like, just our room's a disaster with all of my Halloween shit. So anyways, I was like, Joe will be focused on that, and then I can do this. Long story short, I guess, if I have to. I'm sitting on my bed. I have my three wick bath and body candle um, flannel. It's a good one. And it's burning on my side table and I'm just sitting on my bed slouched over just looking like a little walrus folding my clothes. (laughs) Joe will always bother me and I leave him alone when he's with his friends because I'm like that's what I would want. Mm -hmm. So let me leave you. You enjoy your night. I'll enjoy my night. Um, does he leave me alone? No, he keeps coming in talking about like, oh, Jason bought a new truck. Oh, I just won the <laughs> round. And I'm like, I don't care. Leave me alone. I don't care about Jason's truck. <laughs> I know. <laughs> and I had headphones in. And so I kept telling him, I'm like, I can't hear you. I have headphones in. And he would not take that as like a sign of leave me the hell alone. So he's like that creepy guy on public transit. That's just like you're pointing yes! at your headphones. And you're like, sorry, not today. Yeah closed for business, closed for small for talking, talk. yeah. And I took out my headphones, and so I lean over, and I wish you guys could see me. I lean over, still slouching, and he's, like, telling me something, and I'm getting annoyed, so I flick my hair, and slowly I hear a even though my um, headphones are still in, and I'm like, I don't know what that was, maybe. Because sometimes my ears crack. Yeah, like, yeah. I have bad ears, and so I thought it was just something that they do. So then Joe leaves and I flip my hair again and then I ended up like scratching my nose and I could smell burnage. What the heck is burning? (laughs) So I'm putting my hands in front of my face. I, for some reason, like smell hair. And so I touch my hair and it's still singeing up. And so I start patting it and I'm like, are you 
fucking kidding me? And you can just smell it. The hair's black. And I'm like, oh my God. So I try not to panic. I walk calmly out of the bedroom. <laughs> Joe's like having his poker time. And I'm like going slowly to the bathroom. I'm like, don't freak out. And so I turn my head and it's just all black crispies. Start to pull it out of my hair. All this hair falls into the sink. All of the ashes. Oh and I'm like, Joe, all she had to do was leave me alone. Clearly it's his fault. Is it not? Yeah, no, absolutely. So that's what I said. So then I come out of the bathroom and I'm like, I got to send a picture to Michelle so she can see this. And I come out of the bathroom and Joe has the nerve to do a little sniff, sniff, <laughs> looking around. Is something burning, babe? Do you smell that? It smells like something's burning. It's your fault. You set my hair on fire. And he's like, what do you mean? And I'm like, Joe, I told you to leave me alone. I told you I can't hear you. So to hear your story, I had to tilt my head into my burning candle and my hair caught on fire. And he's like, what? And so then he comes into the bathroom. He looks at the evidence of the crispy burnage hair, starts running the water so it goes down the sink and then I like slap his hand and I'm like this is evidence I gotta show Michelle like you're running my photo now not only did you burn my hair oh my god you're running my photo op moment yep. like I need to send this to Michelle and I'm like it's your fault well I didn't know is it really my fault I'm like yes yeah leave me alone yeah I love you but leave me alone just leave me alone and also most times I'll side with Joe but I don't I'm not siding <laughs> with him this time I know and also it's like you just made me burn my hair for fucking Jason bought a new pickup exactly. truck. Exactly. What what makes you think I care about that? Exactly. <laughs> so anyways, the hair's fine. It smelled gross for the next few days, but I feel like isn't there a treatment um where people burn your split ends off? Wasn't that like a thing a few years ago? Yeah, but I never I would never I trust. Would know. No. no. That's how my weekend went. <laughs> Since we last. So right on brand for you. Pretty much. <laughs> what does a flannel candle smell like? Men. It smells like Ooh, a sexy man. Like, like a, a sexy um, lumberjack. Ooh. Cologne. Bath and body? Mm -hmm. Okay. All it's right. good. Okay. That sounds good. I like anything that's like musky. Mm -hmm. I like anything that says amber in it. Yeah. You, you know? like it. Spicy. Mm -hmm. All right. It's like um, cologne cozy. Ooh. Not Axe. No. No, it's like you smell it and you're like, I want to take my pants off. <laughs> it smells so good. It smells sexy. That's what. And it even like. that scent couldn't make you care less about Joe that no, day. No. Okay, and real quick, talking about sexy and taking okay. your pants off. So Michelle and I, we looked up the David Boreani Boreanis 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 video. And I wish that we <laughs> would have recorded our reaction yeah. because we were welling, we were screaming. We were just, we were like 12-year-old yeah. girls. Like, we were 12-year-old girls that have seen porn for the first time. That's what I felt like. <laughs> and I'm like, does Michelle think that this is weird that we're watching no. this? It's, I feel like it would be weird if we were just watching straight up porn, a but it's a, person. yeah, it's celebrity. Okay, and that kind of, did you see the skit for SNL where no. it's the bachelor party? Get, talking about getting boners with yep. their friends and how it's like a bonding moment. Yep. I'm like, you know, that is kind of, is it, I don't want to say it's strange, but they had a good point. I feel like I can't remember what the point is besides how weird it is that guys need to do that with each other. It's just guys sitting around with like boners. Yeah. Yeah. And I feel like I've heard of guys watching straight up porn together and I'm just like, that's weird. Oh. Yeah. People our age? I think maybe probably younger. 
probably like, I feel like teens I would get and like yeah. preteen. Maybe teens, early twenties. Guys in I would their twenties, yeah. Because I feel like the the high profile ones, it's like, yeah, I wanna see that. Mm-hmm. Or like the really strange, bizarre ones. But if you're just like hanging out straight up watching just normal porn, mm-hmm. it's like are you cool with not jacking off? Are you guys jacking yeah, off what in happens? front of each other? Like, do you take turns What's the point? to go into the bathroom? Yeah. <laughs> you know what I mean? I, I gotta go pee. <laughs> <laughs> All right, Brad, sure you do. <laughs> now that we're on the subject, so you were telling me earlier that you got your birth control box. Oh, yeah. Um, <laughs> Just, we'll segue right into okay. it. Okay. I was thinking about getting back on birth control, like the pill, I'm using a form of birth control because I'm, I don't want to have kids. When I moved from Kansas, I made sure I was good for like the next year to be on the pill, like the one that I've taken for so long. I still like don't have a doctor out here and so I wasn't able to renew the script, but then I went to like a Planned Parenthood and got that renewed for a year, but then I'm like, I need to find a doctor yeah. just so I can go and if there's like... Because soon I'll have to get, like, more woman stuff done, you know? So I think my phone, the government, the (laughs) FBI agent heard me, and I was talking about getting back on the pill. Then I got this email from um, a company, I think it was, like, Simple Health, and they were like, oh, get your birth control for free or without going in anywhere, yada, yada, yada. And so I had heard a few of these services, I'm assuming – if you don't have an actual doctor that a doctor can sign off, like, yeah, I saw her in the past year that mm-hmm. they wouldn't give you a prescription. Because in the past, like, they've made it so hard for women to get birth control. I signed up for it, gave some information, and they were like, yeah, our doctor will approve you for this. They asked me what the medication was that I took previously. And then they were also like, we're, we're going to throw in, like, a plan B pill just in case. And then we're also sending, like, female condoms. And the birth control pill, which I, I was like, oh, that was so easy. Like, I yeah. can't believe I waited so long for this. point of this was, like, I was talking to Michelle. I was asking her, because I don't know if I want to get back on the pill. I can't – It's I feel like it's been a while that I can't remember if I was – if it made me crazy, if it made me up and down, if it made me depressed. For sure, I know that it helped my skin because, like, I'm – I break out, like, crazy now on my period. Like, yeah. it's, like, all these zits, like, on my jawline and my neck. And I'm, like, what the fuck is happening? <laughs> like, why? And they're there for, like, the next two months. But – so they sent, like, two huge boxes of so many female condoms. Yeah, it's, like, a ring and it sits outside of your vagina. Do you remember what they look like? I feel like I do now. I got to be honest, when you – been telling me about the female condom yeah. I've been thinking about dental dams so I've just been thinking oh, about like yeah. the sheet of Do like they still make dental dams I think so oh my god I don't know anybody that's ever used one but now that you're talking about female condoms I know what you're talking about mm-hmm. and I'm just like how I feel like it's harder than just using a regular condom if I think it is yeah. harder so it's like it's like a condom that you would put on a penis but it's like a little bit bigger I guess and so it has a really thin ring in the tip to where you like insert it and then that's supposed to like sit wherever um (laughs) and then the rest of it just kind of hangs out of you and you could see in the picture what it looks like I wonder if it's like better for like STIs or something like that or maybe it's like Hmm. a better solution for like strap-ons or I don't know either but it was just I don't know I was very fascinated by it I felt like I need people to let us know and it was they, like super thick like I was trying to poke a hole in it with my yeah. fingernail and I'm like is this how thick 
male condoms I are? I don't think so. I don't and think I feel so like either. that's met like men's whole issue with condoms. It's like, oh, it's not the same feeling. Mm-hmm. So it's like if it's even thicker, then what? But maybe their whole thing is like it's like so on the penis that like maybe this is just tight? like, yeah. Maybe this is just like loose yeah. in there. I can just only imagine that it's gonna like crinkle up with like pumping. Well, and even like the, <laughs> yeah, and like the ring that sits in it that you have to put inside yourself. I'm like, because even in the condom, it would over, it would fall over instead of like sitting right up like a circle. And I'm like, I wouldn't even know. Yeah. Does it just automatically bend in there? Then it sets up, or oh, like, what if it's on the side? I guess it didn't matter if it fell out because it would still be in there. I don't know. I should probably read the directions on it, but I don't. I feel like I reading the directions, we should probably Google it, but I would like to know who's using <clears throat> female condoms. Maybe that's why they sent you like 500. They're like, maybe. They're in production. <laughs> we need to get them out we into need the to world. Get them out. Yeah. I feel like there has to be like a group of people that are using them. Mm-hmm. You know? Oh, yeah. I, I bet. What if this is a company that the fucking birth control is really a pill that makes you. Fertile as fuck to where you get <laughs> pregnant. Or what if it's just a, what if it's, what if there's an egg in the pill, you swallow the pill, Ew. and then the egg, like, slowly, you, I don't know. I know it doesn't, it wouldn't go in your uterus through swallowing, but you know what I mean. I like that your paranoid brain immediately just thinks, like, oh, I just found this on an email. What if this is, like, hands made to I know, exactly. <laughs> I was a little skeptical of how easy that was, but I'm glad that... It should be that easy. It should be that easy. Yeah. I told Michelle, I was like, Michelle, I, I got it. Like, yeah. in 12 hours, I was approved for birth control. Like, yeah. this is crazy. Yeah. Just because they normally make you go in there to see someone. Yeah, jump through hoops. Just to get on a pill. Yeah. You were talking about a commercial, and since we were talking about the condoms. Oh, yeah, the Trojan commercial. I can't believe you haven't seen it. No. Well, because we were also talking about, like, generations and baby boomers and how, like, boomer is because there was like a huge baby boom when everyone came back from the war and I was just like oh there might be another boom after COVID because a lot of people are probably having sex right now mm-hmm. I haven't looked up the numbers I'm just assuming and are then you? I feel like we're having more than we used to possibly just yeah. because what else is there to do yeah and because on the weekends we're just here mm-hmm. probably having a few cocktails at night it's like yeah. okay but the Trojan commercial is pretty much that it's like a fast feed commercial of a couple in their apartment. They're doing yoga together. They're baking bread. They're doing oh. all the COVID things. And it's like fast feed. They're in all of like the corners of their apartment. And it's like this cute little song about like baking bread and stuff. And then it just like hard stop. And it says, you could be having sex right now. And then the oh, song is just that. like boom, boom. <laughs> it's like awesome. I was like, oh, that is like the perfect commercial. Oh my God. Yeah. That's a really smart commercial to yeah. have. You know, and sometimes I overthink sex like this is gonna sound weird I'm like oh it's so exhausting or uh I'm not like feeling great in my body today but I'm like oh my god I should be having so much sex right now because I feel like in 10 years I'm gonna be like I should have had more sex Mm -hmm. like it's not that serious like it's not that serious I feel like I'm going back to my shower analogy it's like the whole thing of like oh I gotta do this I gotta do that and then once you're actually doing it you're like this is amazing it's great yeah but I I think women go through lulls I know that I did where it's just like Mm -hmm. if like the drive isn't there even when you're having sex it's just like I 
I really don't want to be doing this right yeah, now. Yeah, and it's nothing against, like, no. the partner, but it's, no. it is, like, I just don't, I'd rather not. Like, mm-hmm. I feel like with, this is a huge blanket statement, but I just feel like women, you need to be in the mood for sex, mm-hmm. or it just doesn't get there. Yeah. No matter, like, how much foreplay and stuff, it just, like, doesn't kick in mm-hmm. if you weren't in the mood for it. Where I feel like guys can... I've never seen Jake not in the mood for sex, so I can't yeah. even talk on it. I wish I could be... I wish I could turn on, like, a switch. Yeah. Yeah. Like, okay, we're doing it. Mm-hmm. Like, I can get into it. But I feel like if your head's not in the game, it's it's just almost impossible to, yeah. to do it. So, I mean, get over it, yeah. Jake. <laughs> yeah, Jake. <laughs> Joe. We decided, since we're still getting into the groove of things, I feel like I've said that 500 times, but... Um, as you're getting to know Michelle and I, we wanted to do a personality quiz. Yeah, and figure out what our type is. I see posts with these letters all the time, and I'm always just like, what are they talking about? I need to know. I'm constantly, I wouldn't say that I think of it that often, like horoscopes and stuff, but I definitely read them all the time. Like, I don't think they're the end-all be-all to Mm -hmm. stuff, but I love doing that shit. Yeah, I agree. So we're going to take it um, together and we're going to read the questions and then answer and then we'll kind of talk about our results at the end. The one that we're doing is 16 personalities. This is on 16personalities.com. I'm really hoping we get those letters. I want to know what my letters are. First question. You regularly make new friends and this is an agree-disagree type uh, scale. So I would say I'm um, more toward disagree, but right out the middle. What do you think? I don't know. Okay, I don't. I'm going to say I don't. So yeah, just a full disagree. Is that weird? No. What? You just answer it truthfully. All right. (laughs) I disagree. (laughs) All right. Um, You spend a lot of your free time exploring various random topics that pique your interest. Oh, hell yeah. I I strongly agree. I will... Search the internet for any little random mm-hmm. topic that I'm like, I kind of like this. Yeah, and then you just get stuck in a rabbit hole where it's just like, oh, and this is connected to that? Mm-hmm. Absolutely. I love doing that. Yeah. Seeing other people cry can easily make you feel like you want to cry too. Agree. I'm going to go disagree because I just, I don't. I don't feel like I got to cry. I feel like I got to fix something or, mm-hmm. yeah. I... I'm always sad, so I can relate to the per- to the person, so I'm uh-huh. definitely a very strongly agree. You often make a backup plan for a backup plan. Oh my god, disagree highly. I mean, did you just hear my little rant? So, strongly agree. You usually stay calm even under a lot of pressure. I'm going to say a high agree. I feel like you stay calm. You think? Yeah, like, I mean, I feel like you're spiraling in your head, but you don't outwardly. Oh, good. Okay. I don't, I wouldn't say it's a strong agree for you, but I, I feel like you would naturally go to disagree. Yeah. I mean, on the outside, I definitely, yeah. yeah. I feel like you don't make other people spiral because you're spiraling. Yeah. So, um, at social events, you rarely try to introduce yourself to new people and mostly talk to the ones you already know. I'm going to go right in the middle for that one. Because like you said, it's like if I'm at like a networking thing, I'll go and introduce myself to a bunch of people. But if I'm at a bar hanging out with friends, I'm just trying to not be a social butterfly. I feel like you're so like um, inviting. I don't know. I feel like now that you say that, I think I am. Mm -hmm. 
because I'll give people a chance, but I'm going to do this little guy. This yeah. is like a somewhat agree. Yeah. You prefer to completely finish one project before starting another. Oh, man. Oof. I am I'm like a somewhat disagree because I like to start really? a lot of things. I like to start a lot of things, yeah. but I know that my full attention needs to be on the one to make it just so I can mark that oh, off my good. list yeah. more than somewhat agree. Mm -hmm. You are very sentimental. I strongly agree for me. I'm a strongly disagree. Wow, we're like definitely so opposite. Yeah, I'm excited to see where this mm -hmm. goes. Uh, you like to use organizing tools like schedules and lists. I strongly agree. Yes. Even a small mistake can cause you to doubt your overall abilities and knowledge. Ooh, strongly disagree. Oh my god, Michelle. <laughs> you feel comfortable just walking up to somebody you find interesting and striking up a conversation. Disagree. No. Strongly disagree. They could be a murderer. Exactly. Why do you think they're fucking peacocking? <laughs> <laughs> it's to get girls over there to Duh. murder them. You are more inclined to follow your head than your heart. I agree with that. I'm going to do it somewhat. I don't... How do I know what's what, you know? <laughs> how do I know? How do I know 16personalities.com? This one's going to break your head. It is. <laughs> you are more inclined to follow your head than your heart. Yeah. Do you make more rational decisions or more emotional decisions? Or do you make decisions based on rational I do both. or emotional? I mean, you're... Driving like, story. I want, I want to do emotional first, but I know yeah. I need to, like, be smart okay. about yeah. it. So maybe, light, um, what is this one? Uh, sort of agree? Yeah, sort of agree. What if that makes or breaks it, and then it tells me a different trait that I'm really not, and then I base my life on the this The spiral result. is kicking in real hard. <laughs> uh, you rarely worry about whether you make a good impression on people you meet. I'd like to think I'm cool, but then I think of, like, when I meet like when I meet Jake's parents or like people mm -hmm. in his family and stuff and it's like I don't want to be a bitch yeah but you know and I always would worry too but then I'm like I need to worry about did they make a good impression on me <laughs> oh okay all right Michael Scott you know yeah. he was like <laughs> in the episode um of where Kathy Bates is there and he mm -hmm. like tries to impress her and then he was like I didn't ask myself like do I do I like her or whatever, yeah, you know, because he's yeah. trying to, like, be oh. the best. Anyway. You enjoy participating in group activities. No. So disagree with that. You like books and movies that make you come up with your own interpretation of the ending. No. Well, slightly disagree. I'm going to go slightly agree. Because I'm not the fucking author. I'm not the movie director. You like, that's me. your job. <laughs> This next question. <laughs> I'm scared. You are prone to worrying uh, that things will take a turn for the worse. Strongly agree. I, I hate that. <laughs> Don't hate it. It's I'm gonna do. Bad. I'm gonna do a somewhat agree because I. I. Mm, you know what? Actually, I'm gonna do a somewhat disagree because I usually think things will just even Stevens out. I love that. Um, you avoid leadership roles in group settings. I'm gonna say slightly agree because. I I mean, you've seen yeah. it. I spiral, and I'm like, now i got to carry five other people, mm -hmm. and I'm just like, you tell me, and I'll do whatever I yeah. need to do. I kind of feel the same way. I just want the tasks. Mm -hmm. Just give me all the tasks. I don't want to be in charge of making sure other people are doing their tasks. Yeah. You are definitely not an artistic type of person. Yeah. Strongly, strongly disagree. disagree. You think the world would be a better place if people relied more on rationality and less on their feelings. 
Ooh, that's <sighs> tough. I'm going to go strongly agree with that one. Strongly agree? I think people are just too emotional sometimes. Sometimes, like, I feel like emotions are good, but yeah. not in every situation. Um, so I'm going to go with middle, middle agree, I think. I'm going to go with a slightly agree. You prefer to do your chores before allowing yourself to relax. I like to do both, baby. <laughs> I'm watching I that show. Prefer, and I, I'm I would prefer, but do yeah. I actually? <laughs> so I'm going to do a disagree. I'm going to do mostly agree. Your mood can change very quickly. Oh, man. I'm going with a middle disagree on that because I don't think so. I'm so I don't think at all, actually. What? Does my mood change very quickly? No, but I'm jealous that, like... <laughs> I'm just jealous. I'm doing strongly agree, unfortunately. <laughs> you lose patience with people who are not as efficient as you. Oh, I sure do. Yeah. I doesn't? sure do. You have always been fascinated by the question of what, if anything, happens after death. Strongly agree. I I think about that all the time. I'm going to go right in the middle. I try not to think about it because I don't think anything's after death. So. Yeah. Um, you usually prefer to be around others rather than on your own. Oof. Strongly, Strongly disagree. disagree. <laughs> you become bored or lose interest when the discussion gets highly theoretical. What does that mean? Like, I love to go in a deep hole, but think, yeah. is it more, like, analytic? Like, what what does that mean exactly? Uh, that means more, like, um, theoretical, where it's, like, there's oh, no... Oh, like, all the what-ifs. Yeah. Oh, I like that. It's more, like, philosophical, or... I, you like conspiracies and things mm -hmm. like that. So, yeah, I think you would like that. I'm, I'm going to deal with a, a slightly disagree. Sometimes I can get boring. You find it easy to empathize with a person whose experiences are very different from yours. Yeah, highly agree. Mm -hmm. After a long and exhausting week, a lively social event is just what you need. Oh, hell no. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to do a slightly disagree. Strongly disagree. You avoid making phone calls. That's everybody under the age of oh fucking God. 40. <laughs> you are still bothered by mistakes that you made a long time ago. Mistakes? Um, I'm going to go with, oh God, I don't know. It's like, it's like how many mistakes... Can you be bothered with to, mm -hmm. like, to base this on? I'm going to go What's with... What's the quota? I know. I'm going to go with middle agree, I guess. I'm going to go with middle disagree. Why are you still letting uh, it affect you? I mean, I don't know if I am or if I just like you to just ponder. You just, like, thinking about it. Mm -hmm. Do you ever... I do that sometimes with, like, just, like, faux pas. I still think once I went to a friend's house to the, uh, swim in his pool... And his dad was in the pool and was, like, a group of our friends. And I had, like, razor burn on my thighs. Yeah. And to, like, I didn't want anyone to look at it. So his dad was trying to get out of the pool. And I just jumped over him to get into the pool. Because, like, I was, didn't want anyone to look at my thighs. And oh I still think God. about that all the time. Because you had razor burn? <laughs> yeah. Oh, wow. But, like, it was just, like, so embarrassing. And the dad was just like, okay. And I was just like, oh, I fell in. And it's like, everyone's like, no, you didn't. You just jumped right over him, like... A crazy person. Oh and I was just God. like, I think about that every day. Why was it the razor burn you day. were like embarrassed about? I don't know, because I was like 20 and it's just like you're supposed to have a perfect body or yeah. something. And it was just like all like broken out because I feel like I had shaved two days prior mm -hmm. and it was like growing back in. And then I tried to like shave it again. Yeah. So it was just like a mess. Wow. And I was embarrassed because there was like dudes there. Yeah. 
So I just jumped into the pool before anyone could see me. And it was oh, girl, even more you better, awkward. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you drew even more attention to yourself. <laughs> but things like that, like I'll like think about that and cringe, but yeah. I don't like worry about it. Yeah. You rarely contemplate the reasons for human existence or the meaning of life. I'm going to do a slightly agree. What the hell, Michelle? <laughs> um, I'm going to go with a little disagree. You take great care not to make people look bad, even when it is completely their fault. I feel like it's gross when people, like, mm. go out of their way to, like, throw other people under the bus. I think that's... Yeah. You know? Okay. Yeah, I see what you're saying. Middle of the road for me. <laughs> like, I do it sometimes. <laughs> Wait, is that what I answered? Huh? Is that what I answered? I feel like middle of the road is like, mm, here or there. Oh, I meant middle of the road of agree. Oh, I see. Okay. I was like, oh, shit. Oh, shit. No turning back now. <laughs> when someone thinks highly of you, you wonder how long it'll take them to feel disappointed oh, in you. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. I'm going to do a, dis- a disagree. I'm going to go just right in the middle. Okay. You would love a job that requires you to work alone most of the time. Highly agree. Yeah. You are very intrigued by things labeled as controversial. I agree. I'm going to do middle. Agree. You would pass along a good opportunity if you thought someone else needed it more. I feel like... Oh, if if it was someone in my circle that I thought, then yeah. I think so. Like if I knew I was fine, Mm -hmm. yes. Yeah. So I'm going to do middle agree. I'm going to do the same. You feel confident that things will work out for you. I'm going to do a middle agree. Oh, we're almost there. That was I'm the last gonna question. I'm going to do middle too, even though you would think differently. Yeah. Like I, like in. If you feel that way. If it's like down to the bottom of everything, yeah. I feel like things will work out. Like they, they always have, but mm-hmm. it's not always easy, but. It's not always easy. All right. What is your personality type, Sam? Advocate. All right. And what are your, what are your numbers, your letters? Um, I-N-F-J-T. Dash T. I've never seen the dashes before. I haven't either. Okay. And my personality type is mediator. My letters are I-N-F-P with a dash A. I don't know what the dashes are for. Alrighty. So it says, treat people as if they were what they ought to be and you help them to become what they are capable of being. Um, Advocates are the rarest personality Uh types. Of all, still advocates leave their mark on the world. They have a deep sense of idealism and integrity, but they aren't idle dreamers. They take concrete steps to realize their goals and make a lasting impact. Advocates' unique combination of personality traits make them complex and quite versatile. For example, advocates can speak with great passion and conviction, especially when standing up for their ideals. At other times, however, they may choose to be soft-spoken and understated, preferring to keep the peace rather than challenge others. That's so true. That's so true. Advocates generally strive to do what's right. They want to help create a world where others do the right thing as well. People with this personality type may feel called to use their strengths, including creativity, imagination, and sensitivity, to uplift others and spread compassion. Typically care more about altruism than personal gain. As a result, advocates tend to step in when they see someone facing unfairness or hardship. Many people with this personality type also aspire to fix society's deeper problems in the hope that unfairness and hardship can become things of the past. 
Okay, um, connecting with others and themselves. Advocates may be reserved, but they can communicate in a way that is warm and sensitive. This emotional honesty and insight can make a powerful impression on the people around them. Advocates value deep, authentic relationships with others, and they tend to take great care with other people's feelings. That said, these personalities also need to prioritize reconnecting with themselves. Advocates need to take some time alone now and then to decompress, recharge, process their thoughts and feelings. I thought this was interesting. So advocates you may know, Martin Luther King, Nelson mm-hmm. Mandela, Mother Teresa, Marie Kondo. Kondo. Wow. I love that bitch. Lady, Lady Gaga! Oh, I love her so much. That makes me so happy. Morgan Freeman. All right. We got Nicole Kidman. Okay. I found out what the dash A and the dash T is. What is it? So dash A means you're an assertive type of that personality trait, or dash T means you're a turbulent side of that. What are your career paths? Mm, Let's see. What do I need to do with my life? The desire to help and connect can make roles as counselors, psychologists, teachers, social workers, yoga instructors, spiritual leaders, uh, careers in healthcare, especially the more holistic varieties can also be attractive options for this personality type. Drawn to careers in writing, authoring many popular books, blogs, stories, and screenplays, music, photography, design, and art. Okay, so my main introduction thing is on the outside, mediators might seem quiet or even shy, but they often have vibrant, passionate inner lives. Because they make up such a small portion of the population, people with this personality type may sometimes feel misunderstood or out of step with the world. Fortunately, their caring nature can help them create and sustain deep relationships with their loved ones. I think that's pretty spot on. Mediators value authenticity, empathy, and harmony. These personalities tend to act with the best of intentions, and they are rightly proud of this trait. That said, they may feel isolated or discouraged when other people don't share their idealism. Perhaps because of these strengths, mediators tend to crave opportunities for creative self-expression. It comes as no surprise that many famous mediators are poets, writers, and actors. People with this personality type often enjoy dreaming up all sorts of stories and possibilities. By using their imaginations this way, mediators can explore their inner nature and their place in the world. That said, they can have a tendency to daydream and fantasize rather than take action. If they don't act on their dreams and ideas, mediators are likely to end up feeling frustrated or helping, uplifting others, empathetic by nature. I'm just like overall like just a good person. Obviously. Oh, let me see. Mediators. uh, Mediators. Yes. Mediators you might know. J.A.R. Tolkien, William Shakespeare, Bjork. Okay. Alicia Keys. Julia Roberts. Johnny Depp. Love it. (laughs) Oh, Amelie Poulain. Have you ever seen the movie Amelie? No. Uh, it's such like a indie manic pixie girl classic oh, from nice. like the early 2000s. It's all in French. It is so fucking cute. The colors in it are beautiful. I feel like you told me about that film. Probably. At work. I, I probably Because I think you were talking about like the soundtrack. Or... Oh, yeah. yeah. And the soundtrack yep. is beautiful. Oh, my God. I had like the haircut. That's I had so all the things. That's so cool. Um, so that makes me so happy. Aww. Um, Fox Mulder from X-Files. Oh my god, I love it. Okay. Oh! Lance Sweets from Bones. <laughs> I'm fucking, I'm fucking David Boreanaz. Oh my gosh. <laughs> that is 
That's too much. Bringing it back. No kidding. <laughs> we love that. Oh, okay. Wow. Let me see what some of my career paths are. For these personalities, an ideal profession life should be feel like a calling, not just a job. Fortunately, mediators stand out for their creativity, independence, and sincere desire to connect with others and help nearly any line of work, I guess. I talked about, like, the freelance. Oh, did it? Mm-hmm. Um, go down a little bit. They might write novels, seek out interesting freelance niches, or even find themselves doing communications in a corporate field or for a non-profit organization. Richly imaginative mediators can infuse even the driest of fundraising or marketing materials with new life. That is so true. You think so? Are you joking, Michelle? (laughs) Yeah, I feel like a lot of this has to do with, like, theater work, which is not my jam, but background. (laughs) Background, I'm into it. What are some of your weaknesses and strengths? Oh, I'm trying to find out what my weakness is. I am. Like, you, I'm trying to get you. I'm trying to realize that you're normal. Um, strengths are thoughtful, generous, open-minded, creative, passionate, loyal to their values. Uh, weaknesses, overly idealistic, self-critical, impractical, emotionally driven, conflict-averse, difficult to get to know. I feel like difficult to get to know, but the other ones I don't. Yeah, I don't see those being know. very big. On yeah. your side, like, in your personality. But I feel like I could be pretty reserved. I just, it goes back to the friend thing. It's mm-hmm. like, it, it's, it's, um, it's an investment for yeah. me to, yep. to get to know people or let people get to know me. Um, As it should. Yeah. Well, I, it's like, I, I'm not just over here just t- trying to hang out with every Tom, Dick, and Harry. Exactly. <laughs> no offense, Tom, Dick, and Harry. <laughs> Um, okay, cool. So I'm going to keep looking into this, but... Who needs therapy when you have 16personalities.com? I know, for real. Also, everyone take it and let us know what you are. Yeah. And this one was free, so... <laughs> so you can't go wrong. You can't go wrong. And there's like 500 tabs to like look into. This is pretty yeah. in-depth. You have romantic relationships, friendships, parenthood, workplace habits. I'm going to look at that one after. Mm-hmm. And a little conclusion. Yeah, I feel like mine is pretty spot on as well. Yeah, I think it's pretty good. Mm-hmm. It's pretty good. All right, guys. So let's not be afraid to get to know what kind of personality we have. Yeah, I think that's a good one. Um, let's not spiral out of control when our GPS takes us on a different route than we were used to. You know what? <laughs> I'm working on it. <laughs> You're going to get there. And you know what? I'm going to eat my words when you are hacked and kidnapped mm-hmm. and then hacked into millions of pieces. Oh I'm going to feel like such a shit. If you should. Happens. I'm knocking on wood. I don't want that to happen to Sam. <laughs> um, I'll be safe out there. Yeah. Well, you're always on your like high alert. So. Yeah. Uh, just for anyone listening, don't even try. Don't even try to kidnap don't Sam. Don't do it. It's not going to happen. Let's not. If you, if you, <laughs> let's not. Let's um, not kidnap Sam, please. <laughs> a little, a little pro, a little pro tip for anyone who's paranoid at home. <laughs> if you are worried about someone breaking in your house, my suggestion is, this is always my little favorite thing to do, is put a few bells on the door, on the doorknob. So when someone opens it, you hear the little bells. Where do you buy bells? 
I have no bell well, in this house. Well, so the ones that I started using, they were like actual door hangers that had a bunch of Halloween bells on them. Oh, I've seen those before. And then I told people, like, I love yeah. hanging those on my door so people don't break in. And then people would just send them to me. They're like, here, oh put this God. on your door. I know you're worried. Yeah. So you have bells for all of us. Yes. Okay. Yeah. Don't buy bells. Just um, email Sam directly. I'll send at- you some. <laughs> <laughs> I'll send you some. Um... Yeah, that was actually, um, I'm going to bring this right back to true crime. Yeah. The Golden State Killer, when he was on a rampage, and, like, I think, you know, security systems were a thing back then already, but a lot of people were, like, stringing um, tambourines and things to, like, windows and doors and stuff so that you could mm-hmm. hear a jingle jangle yep. when a fucking piece of shit is breaking into your house. Yeah. What the fuck? That's, like, the prime perfect place to put like um a dresser with a bunch of mm-hmm. stuff on it like yeah. if someone climbs in your window they have to knock all of that stuff off that's my thing it's like all of our windows are um not really that accessible but there is one in the bedroom that's at level and we used to have the bed in front of it which I felt very comfortable with and now we don't we moved around the bedroom and I'm just I just don't keep it unlocked mm-hmm because we have a little ranch, so it's like yeah. prime break-in. It's crazy to me when people leave their windows unlocked and their doors unlocked. I do, who does that still in this day and age? There's a lot of people that do it. Like, even Joe will say in the town where his family lives, he's like, we leave the door. They leave the door unlocked. You're Just not being proactive. Put some more roadblocks in the way from getting murdered. I don't see why that's an issue. But what you should do is uh, definitely check us out on Instagram. It's, mm-hmm. Our handle is Let's Not Podcast. And be sure to subscribe and rate and like on whatever platform you might be listening. Yeah, do all the things that you know you need to do. Do all the things and let us know your feedback. We're open. I mean, the the criticism can go towards more Michelle. Like, if you want to critique me, send it to her and then she will mediate Mm -hmm. and break it down and give it to me. I'll decide whether or not Sam uh, can take it. Mm -hmm. So, send it to me first. I'll uh, digest it and then present it to Sam in a nicer fashion. Yeah. Um, and then also let us know if you're using female condoms, mm-hmm. let us know if you've taken this personality test and what your letters are. They're very fancy letters. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. Let us know all the things. We're all very interested in, in your, your things too. Yeah. I want to know everything. Like when was the last time your hair caught on fire? You know? <laughs> I can't be the only one. Yeah. Okay. All right. We'll thanks for ya. listening. Bye. Love you. Bye. I love you more.